coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc. Bang. John, good to see you. We are going to talk about, we have enough to talk about this past uh, UFC main card. To We don't even have to talk about anything else. But next week we have the referee that stopped the fight. Um, and um, between uh, Al Jermaine and, uh, and Peter Yan. First uh, time this has ever happened in the UFC. In a title. In a title fight, yeah. First wow. time for a championship belt that this has ever happened. So we're going to get this ref. What's his name again? His name is Mark Smith. Mark Smith is going to come on. Schmidt or Smith? Smith. Smith. Mark Smith's going to come on. That'll be great. Yeah, so we're going to talk about it. I've t- I talked about it with Herb Dean, um, and Mark Ratner. Um, you know, I saw Mazzagatti. Steve, Steve Mazzagatti is now a timekeeper. He's not a ref anymore. Huh. Um, but anyway, um, so I talked to Mark Ratner. And for you guys that don't know, Mark Ratner, like he's the main guy behind all the UFC rules. He's the rule maker. He was the the president of the Nevada State uh, Boxing Commission when MMA first started, and he was the guy that put the rules together with Big John McCarthy and stuff. Um, Let's talk about this fight. So this was yeah. a championship fight. Peter Peter or Piotr Jan is the champion at Bantamweight, fighting Al Jermaine Sterling for the title. So how was this fight going to you before the fourth round? I mean, you got to watch these fights in person. The only spectator in the U.S. that's watched the UFC in the last year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they let you hang out and watch since Glover didn't fight. Yeah, yeah. So we had to, we didn't think we were, we we're going to watch it, you know, from the room. Um, but then we get the message from, you know, Dana that we got to go to the fight itself um, and watch. So pretty much ringside. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, Did you hang out with Dana at all? No, nah, I saw him. We, we exchanged pleasantries and uh, I gave, you know, gave a hug and, and um, so we saw him, but the fight switch hands. It was a no, no contest. So Peter Yan, who need, um, he need uh, Sterling in, in the head um, illegally. So you say illegally. Uh, I don't, they say intentionally. I don't think it was intentionally, but it was illegally. It well, was he, illegally. he wouldn't accidentally knee him in the head. He had certainly intentionally need him in the head, but he didn't intentionally foul it. That's, yeah. <laughs> Um, right. Yeah. So, so it was a horrific knee to the head on a downed opponent, meaning his knee was flat on the flat yeah. on the ground. Yeah. So he had his feet down and a knee. But, but, the, but to be honest, the word intention, like, yeah, he meant to knee him, but you mean to punch somebody, but not in the groin. But then when you do, it's not intentional, but you meant to hit so him. Do you think he meant to knee him in some other part of his body? No, I don't <laughs> think he knew. I don't think he knew that his one knee was down. Oh, he was just looking. He was just watching. 
he said after, I don't think he's lying. He was winning the fight. I mean, so he he thought because they make such a big deal in the in the in the uh, in the rules meeting because some states both hands any state knee on the ground is a down right. opponent. But this but the point is some states one hand one one uh, some states both hands. So they they always wherever you're fighting they they always they always uh, they focus on that they focus on that and they don't talk about the knees anymore. So he wasn't even focused on that. So when he he actually said uh, when he was you know when he hit him he thought his knee was up already because he was focused on his hands he's waiting for that so I mean the only thing I'm thinking is yeah you're losing you might as well go out in glory he was winning the fight so he didn't it didn't behoove him to make that foul intentionally because look what happened he knew he he would uh, either be a, a no contest or a DQ so I just don't see why he would do that intentionally when he was winning the fight but it does it certainly makes no sense to yeah. do that you're winning the fight you get yourself dq'd who would do that intentionally a crazy person so no but so he yeah. didn't do it intentionally but you look at a foul and you say that foul is so horrific that you basically call it intentional the same thing happens in the law if you are negligent and someone dies and you were so horrifically negligent they treat it like it was intentional yeah like if you're so blatantly negligent like drunk driving or whatever you did something so horrible and someone dies they don't just treat it as an accident you didn't mean to kill the person yeah but they died and you were so so negligent in it the law does account for that so it's the same kind of rule in the ufc so if that if that happens in drunk driving that's intentional so that means it's, it should be first degree murder if they kill someone should be. i agree yeah. totally but anyway so what how whatever you want to call it he meant to knee him in the head but he didn't realize you didn't realize he was and it was just like it's, it. it's boom it's like in the spur of the moment this is a fight this is and for the referee they don't get to go to the, the, the cameras. They don't get to or the screen. You know, they have to make a decision. But here's the thing. If, when you watch the fight, you could hear the referee say, tell Piotr Jan that the guy's down. He told him. He's like, that, he's down. He's a downed opponent. He told him. If, as long as he speaks English, he told yeah, which him. which he doesn't. <laughs> he speaks a little, right? Yeah. But anyway, right. he told him he was down, too. But they said his corner was yelling him for him to knee. For him to knee, right. So, so I don't know. There, it was a big mix-up. But the only thing I can think of is, he was far enough ahead and and with momentum where he was he didn't look like he had to be like uh uh you know to get like uh nervous and he has to get anxious that he's losing and do something crazy he gets like a last resort kind of thing i mean he was ahead i mean he, he was could, do- he was dominating the fight he was sure. and 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 so there's that that's one part uh so then when you get DQ'd, in my mind, you look at this and you're like, okay, Aljamain wasn't going to win that fight. Piotr gets, he gets DQ'd, no contest. But that's not the rule, right? Right. Because no contest seems like it would be nice. Or maybe strip him of the belt and make it a no contest and no one has the belt. I don't know. But giving the guy who got losing the fight and gets kneed in the head a world championship seems weird to me. Well, since he was losing the fight, he wasn't losing it by as much as the I cards. Came, some one of the judges, I think had him winning. Didn't yeah, they? It was some crazy, but, but they, if they would have judged round four though, he was losing that round. Right. Two. So the, if it was unintentional, so there's a really subjective term there. If it was unintentional, I think then, they go to the scorecards. 
I don't know. Yeah, that's it's something like that. I don't know. I, I talked to Mark Ratner about it. He kind of cleared it for me what happened, but I didn't I didn't ask him the different like if this if was an unintentional one. Because I was just wondering to know. Or then they go to a no contest, maybe. Could be. Yeah. Uh, but there's something where after the third round, they go to the scorecards. Oh, interesting. Championship so, rounds. Right. So I think that if it was unintentional, they go to the scorecards. If it's intentional, um, then it's a DQ without a doubt. So like, well, it wasn't a DQ right away. Aljamain laid there for a while before it was a DQ. Right. Because if he could have continued, which is really bizarre, then you got a, a compromised point. fighter who's going to continue. Then it's a moot point. Then you just take a point. Yeah. Yeah. Moot point, but you probably take a point or two points. Yeah. And then the scorecard looks a whole lot different, doesn't it? Although there's no way I'll just fight after getting kneed in the head. Um, yeah. So without a fluke. I so mean, it was it was kind of confusing, but they straightened up for me. And like, anytime they think, no matter what round it is, first round or fifth round, if they see a foul and they deem it blatant enough to call it intentional, right? Then they're it's going to be a DQ. And the, the 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 person that was fouled automatically wins. That would have happened with uh, um, Anthony John Anthony Smith, Smith. Anthony Smith. But he said he wants to go on. Who was that against John Jones? John Jones. But you gotta realize, as tough as Anthony is, he's tough as shit. So is uh, Algermain. But I don't think Algermain had the wits about him at all to 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 say whether. I mean, that knee was so brutal. You know, I mean, he was he was he was out and then all of a sudden he's he's recovering from a massive concussion. he's puking back up in his room i mean i love how everyone's an armchair doctor and yeah. says he's acting even yeah. uh john mccarthy said something um but anyway if you think he's acting get on all fours and let fucking peter yawn knee you i mean he he wound up and did it too he didn't just like it was bad it was a he wound up and fucking need him as hard as he could he like went through him with his knee now, if you think he's faking, you probably won't be able to get in, in touch with Peter Yan. But have your an athletic, strong friend of yours, right, that has some power, get on all fours and let them knee right on the, about the temple as hard as they can. And then let's see a minute later how you feel. Maybe you'll be ready to go back. The weirdest thing is he gave an interview after, like yeah. not like after after, but like right after they took him where they interview him right outside yeah. the octagon. He gave an interview, which but that was, was that was like five ten minutes later, which is weird. Yeah. And the other thing with concussions is a lot of times your mental status deteriorates as things go on. So you might be kind of clear initially, and then things get worse. The guy clearly to expect him to go out and fight is ridiculous. If you For don't agree goes. that he should win the the belt, that's fine. That's yeah. a rule problem. But to say that he wasn't injured is ridiculous. And, you know, usually when people get knocked out, they don't film it. And they, they, don't, they don't film the guy recovering or laying on the ground or watching. You know, you see all kinds of weird stuff go on. But they don't usually film it and show it. In this case, they did. He was concussed. That yeah. was a horrible injury. Yeah, like, he didn't want the belt. He threw the belt in the ring when he left the yeah, ring. He, he didn't want it. You get, I mean, you get some new guy or some phony guy or something, he'll take the belt uh, like that. He'd love to. But... A guy like Algermain Sterling, I mean, come on, as many fights and how tough he is and how accomplished he is, do you think he wants to win a title like that? No. Of course not. He knows about public perception and how his fans are going to be. He didn't want it. It was embarrassing to him. But what's he going to do? He got fucking fouled intentionally. Um, and, and 
that's what happened. You know what I mean? So I mean, it's, and I don't see how you complain if you're if you're Peter Yon. You say, look, I, that was his fault. He, he did, did it's his own fault. I think he kind of contested it and said Aljo wasn't really hurt or whatever he uh, said. I, heard him, I just heard him say, uh, he, "You say I'm sorry, I messed up, and I, uh, up I want a rematch." And I sorry. got paid, and I have to pay the price for it. Yeah, something. that's what. Well, maybe that after a little bit of time, that's what maybe you some say. some people talk to him about it. But that's what you say is I messed up, even if the result is terrible. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, interesting. It was first yeah. time in the UFC that a belt has been won that way. Yeah, from a DQ, first yeah. time. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you witness history. I don't think Peter Yan did it technically intentional, and I don't think Al. I definitely don't think Algermain Sterling was faking. If you watch the knee and you think he's faking, you you have you have something wrong mentally because, I mean, that fuck. You get that knee that just just let someone do it to you and then and then find out. Yeah, expecting how he should react after that is a little ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, the next title fight was uh, Megan Anderson and no one could beat Amanda Nunez. That was, was one a, round, two minutes in. It was a, yeah, it was, her arm bent in a way it naturally does not yeah. bend. It's it's uh, it was a weird you know like triangle arm bar and um, both of which look terrible. <laughs> so, but and she's not with the UFC anymore now. What? Yeah, Megan Anderson. Why? Because they're doing away 145? I think. Well, they said as long as Amanda wants to fight people there, they'll keep the... So why would they take her out? They didn't renew her contract. No way! Yeah. uh, After that fight? Yeah. After fighting, losing to... to, How many losses does she have? I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. There must be some... It's a fickle business. There's something behind... There's something else there. There's something else behind that story. But I don't know what it is. 11 and 5. Wow. But anyway, okay. So that fight, oh, God. It's um, Amanda Nunez. What can you say? I mean, she's, if not, I mean, I would say she's, if not the best, I'll say she's one or two, then maybe second best, maybe. Not girls. In the UFC, I, genderless, I think she's at least, I think she's the number one pound for pound in the world right now. Um, but if if not, maybe second. But I, I don't think there's any fight. I, she's like, she goes so far beyond gender. She's just the best. Um, she was a minus 1250 favorite. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, Bet on her on her next fight. That was uh, impressive. And finishing her off with a submission, too. It, it just, well, it all ended the second the, the bell rang and she landed that overhand right. Yeah. Everything was done then. The fight was, by all, for all you know, intents and purposes, the fight was over after that first overhand right landed. So, whew, she's so fucking good. Then getting her kid in the ring, her baby, her newborn baby in the, in the, in the cage, and She's holding it, then she hugs her opponent. Then her, her, it's it was watching her is 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 um it's great. And watching her around the because I was there, you know, for that week, the week of the fight around the hotel, and we were we were fenced in. Like there's a fence around. You're this. not allowed to go like walk the strip. Are you, you can't go anywhere. We couldn't leave the hotel grounds at all, wow. unless we went with a UFC official. So we were so we were all there. So for that week leading up to the fight, 
she's holding her baby, pushing her baby in a in a in a stroller, and then you know her 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 dietitian. She she um, uh, perfecting athletes is her uh, the company she uses for her diet and cutting weight. They do a great job uh, perfecting athletes. Um, so one of the representatives, uh, Paulina, comes with them to you know get fixes her every meal and cooks for her and stuff like that, keeps her on weight. So she's carrying the baby. Then I don't even know her wife's name, but she's carrying the baby. And it was, it was watching them, watching Amanda Nunez and just interacting with her like I did a little bit um, because she's with American Top Team and I'm pretty close to those guys. She's just, she's always just upbeat, friendly, it's cute. She's cute. That's the only word I can say. It's hard to imagine her cute when you're watching her knock the fuck out of everyone, but she's just cute outside of the cage. She has a very cute personality. Um, she just ran, ran across the ring. You know, she was five foot, she was like four inches shorter than her opponent, who was like. She's uh, six feet tall. Yeah. Somebody, yeah, they said six or six one. Crazy. And she just ran across the ring. That first overhand right, boom, it was done. You can just see it in the girl's face. So love watching uh, Amanda Nunez fight, and I can't wait to see it again, see her fight again. And I, I, I just, I'm, I'm one of her biggest fans. Brutal. She, the, the problem is, who's she going to fight next? I don't know. Because that was pretty one-sided. Peter right? Yan? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. She fight Peter Yan. She should fight Peter Yan. I think uh, yeah, she'd have to go down to 135. Yeah, and she'd knock him out. I so, think she, uh, I think she'd beat. I, I think she'd beat him. Yeah, maybe that's where this goes next. Yeah. So uh, and then the main fight. So this fight you had some interest in watching. Actually, this was good for you because you got to watch uh, five rounds of both of these guys. Yeah, I wanted. I wanted. Uh, oh, I like sorry. them both, but I wanted. I wanted Israel to win. You know what I? What was your takeaway about? Uh, Jan Blackowitz, or however you say his name, from this fight. What'd you learn? Uh, Did you learn anything? Yeah, I mean, I learned a couple of things that I'm gonna put into Glover's cur uh, curriculum, so I don't want to go over it. But uh, I'll tell you what I learned then, because I don't know what you know. Okay. I learned he got tired. He got tired in the later in the fight, and Glover won't. He got tired. Yeah. He, he got. He got. He and it's not like Izzy was um, pressuring him. pressuring him and making him tired. So. That was the one thing I was looking at that and thinking, oh, well, Glover's uh, cardio. Glover is gets be stronger. Glover gets stronger as the, Glover, as the fight goes. Just on. like you watch him fight Tiago, you've got to survive the initial barrage. Um, I, I did want to bring up, but we can go back to that fight. But before I forget, watching Tiago fight, he just didn't look the same. I thought he won. But he didn't look the same. He didn't have the. He looked tentative in that fight against uh, Alexander. Now, well, but I think I, I I don't think he did, but I I, I I see where I see why you would think that. But uh, it just it wasn't the explosive fight I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it wasn't because I think uh, I think the other guy was a lot more a lot you know he's, he's a lot more safety first than Glover was, and maybe and he they was were both kind of he's tentative because the other guy was longer and keeping him at bay ready for him to come rushing in so he didn't want to give him that i thought he won the fight um by a by a really close margin i could see giving it to the the other guy but uh, tiago, i thought the second tiago wasn't happy 
I thought I thought the second round he won the second round on control, and the other people thought the other guy hit a couple times more, but I didn't. But whatever, it was a good fight, a close fight. Uh, Thiago, I mean, don't forget, Glover stopped him. So this Glover guy stopped beat him. him with what a rear naked choke at yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry to just yeah, derail, I love, I love, I love the main event, but I just want to bring up Tiago because he did fight in that on that card, open the card, and it was yeah. a little lackluster fight, I thought. But yeah, it wasn't. It was, you know, these matchups, styles, styles. these styles, and so these two guys, uh, Jan Blakowicz and Israel Adesanya, this was a better matchup style wise. They're different fighters, definitely bringing different things to the table, but they engaged. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only round Israel, I don't know if it was the third round where he looked like Israel, where he was moving and pressuring and had all the movement, I think it was in round three. Like he looked good in one of those rounds. It was round two or round three. Yeah. But I think what lost in the fight was that it was the wrestling thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Glover, Glover is much more. Jan got on top of him in the last two rounds and that one in the fight. Yeah. And Glover would be that, do that a lot more. But so I wanted Israel to fight Glover. Um, for a lot of reasons. Uh, one reason I love it, I, I I like Israel. I love the way he fights. I love the I love his I love his persona. You know, uh, I think Glover would beat him. Um, but the same reason uh, Jan did, and you know, Jan did, or Jan, whatever you say. Um, I just think they're too big, and and for him to go up, he just it didn't it didn't it didn't it didn't seem to work for him. He, there he, was probably what they say a twenty pound weight difference in the ring. Oh, was there? Okay, because yeah, they said Adesanya walks around at two hundred five, so he didn't cut weight, didn't gain weight after the weigh in. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Jan Blankowicz, he uh, he walks around or he he gained his weight back, so he probably weighed over. 200. I hope uh, I hope Israel goes back and just fight. I because I think he's like the best middleweight in the UFC. I think he'll be the champion and and dominate the the one hundred eighty five pound class. For quite a while, I just don't think he's he, he his style will work with those much bigger, stronger guys. You know, I just don't. Even though you know, as fast as he is, how good is is he is? I just don't think it'll work. It showed. I mean, it showed here. I mean, I think I think he was superior skill wise um, to Jan, um, but I I think there just wasn't enough firepower uh, behind his techniques. Yeah, so I think uh, well, when you, you're fighting basically out of your weight, out of your weight class, when you don't gain the weight yeah. and you are fighting at 20 pounds lighter than the well, other I gotta guy. take I gotta take one thing back. I think he's superior on his stand up. I don't think uh, I don't think he's superior technically to uh, Jan uh, in his wrestling. So, but I but even with the stand up, I think he would have dominated more if there wasn't such a weight and strength difference. I just don't. So I don't, I don't think you should do that. It's like some guys go up and down and can, they can do it. You know, I just don't, I think that proved that maybe he shouldn't do that. So I don't know. So that, but the good news that came out of this whole fight is Glover. Is Glover Glover's fighting. Is uh, Jan in his post-fight interview said, yeah, I want to fight Glover next. Dana said, yeah, the next fight's Glover. He's going to have to wait though, because Jan just had a baby, right? And so, uh, so he wants to take six, six months, months off. So he wants to take six months off. That's not really the best thing for Glover. But, you know, I mean, it, it's just that's the way it is. So he has to make the best of it and wait six months. So anyway, it was a great card. It was great fun. Great, great uh, 
I don't really like leaving that much, but you know, with something like that, I get to hang out with Glover and Alex and the other trainers, Fernelli and John. Um, such a good team. I mean, Glover's settled into what he wants to do for the rest of his career. And he has a great new teammate, training partner, and friend in Alex Pereira, who's, you know, according to uh, Joe Rogan and a lot of people, he's the best striker on the planet. Uh, he's won, he's the glory middleweight and light heavyweight champion. He's the only guy to knock out Israel, Asanja, and which he did. And, you know, so he's an incredible fighter, but he's just fallen in love with the Glover's team. Uh, just the family feel of it. You know, he's, they, every gym wants him. You know, he's coming into MMA all the big MMA gyms want him, um, but he wants to stay with Glover and, and the team there in, in uh, you know, in Danbury, Connecticut. He loves, he's just a family-oriented guy, and it's a family-oriented team, and, and he loves it. And he was there. Uh, we trained a little bit, and then, uh, you know, Fernelli, who's Glover's, uh, he's like the main guy uh, coach, um, but he's a boxing coach. That's his strength. You know, that's his skill set. Um, and then there's John uh, Nandor. He's his, he's his grappling guy um, who, who's, who's, you know, we need, you know, every Glover, look, he's been winning his last few fights grappling. And you hear, you hear John's mouth the most in the corner. He's, he's probably the main guy in the corner right now with Glover's new fighting style. You know, I want him to get there. Um, Fernelli want, you know, wants his hands, this and that but nandor the the most of the fights are ending up on the ground so he's the, he's the busiest voice in glover's corner usually but any news on alex's uh future in mma no is... alex alex uh no he wants he wants to step into the ufc they want him so they're interested so his manager is the same manager as uh as uh, glover jorge you know george um, and they manage a shit ton of the Brazilian fighters, him and uh, him and Ed Soros, who runs LFA, I think, you know, is it LFA or RF, RFA? Legacy fighting, right? Is like, I don't know. But anyway, one of those. And uh, so he's going to be with Glover, same manager Glover has, same team. He's going to be living in the same town. So Glover has a new teammate and he's going to go off into his you know, last few fights. Um kicking butt and so his next fight will be against jen so Dang. hopefully this year should yeah. be uh yeah if everything works out yeah so what else we got i was looking at next week's fights because it's uh march 13th oh yeah all right Strange fine yeah huh 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 and we mind watching uh, the main event. That's about it. Bilal Muhammad and Leon Edwards. Yeah. So that's what's coming up that's next. That's coming up next week. That's coming up. So anyway, guys, um, what else we got, man? That's it. That's it? All right. So, yeah, great show. Uh, we're going to have uh, the referee on next week, uh, Mark Smith, who made that controversial call on giving the title to uh, – to, um, uh, Sterling after the illegal and they they're saying intentional uh, knee to the head a downed opponent so 
we're gonna see about that call. That call was, I mean, if there was a crowd there, there'd be a lot of noise in the crowd. There would be just because, uh, I don't know. I, again, I think I think this call actually was right on the money. He did lay there for a while, so deciding what to do is weird to me. When the when the opponent's injured, and you're like, "Well, can you continue?" He just needed the head. Like, I think it was. I think it was. I think. I think honestly, I think it was waiting, stalling. Yeah, to see how he was doing. No, to see what what his call is because that's a complicated. It's I mean, a that big was a, call. It's he's a big waiting call for some of the guys to come in. Fight and yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, uh, that was a huge call for a referee. And he's there. I think he made the right call, but yeah, oh, I know, but. but I know. <laughs> But coming up, like being one of the newer refs now, you know, he's not like one of the old timers, you know, um, like Herb Dean and stuff. So making that call, big call, man. Once you, you make we it, we should talk about that call. Is uh, is uh, Big John? Yeah. See what he thinks. He's always got an opinion and a very educated opinion. I would if stuff. we weren't using my phone right now. I'll call him right now. <laughs> we should talk. You should talk to him and see if he'll. Uh, I will give okay. us a blurb. Okay, on uh, what he thinks because he's always got an angle on it and he knows all the rules I, I don't know it'd be interesting to see what he says i will all right all right i call i, I talked to herzat i talked to yeah. uh, i talked to herb dean i talked to mark radner i'm surprised you haven't called uh, big john yet i know shit i got it just because he wasn't there <laughs> i'm gonna call him all right all right guys thanks for coming make sure you share this and tell everyone the best podcast in the world we don't just talk about ufc we talk about self-defense martial arts fitness and we do give relationship advice maybe next time thanks